Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Zessy Zoipod. Um, it's been a while, second episode of the year, but today I'm joined by NBA expert analyst, <laughs> expert NBA gamer, Mr. Roji. What's up, Stanley? Glad, glad to be on, man. How, how are things going with you? I mean, I guess we already asked this question because we were talking before, but yeah, for the it's, podcast, it's, you know? <laughs> going pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't been watching any, M- well, I haven't been watching too much NBA since the finals. Only just been watching some Victor highlights, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it's possible to watch NBA when the finals are done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I guess today's main main goal of today's episode is just to break down the draft prospects and potential. I guess the, the picks and possibly maybe some roster moves that some um, ambitious teams are willing to make before the draft happens in a couple. Yeah, of days. you want you want to also talk about the Bradley Beal trade too. Oh yeah, sure. The Bradley Beal trade. That's you know, pretty freaking news. Alright, so I want to hear what your opinion is. Do I actually love the trade? But I want to know what you think. I think it's a good trade, but in terms of Phoenix overall, it doesn't help them. Because mm. yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's like it's a the trade only made you better because like no matter what, Bradley Beal is better than Chris Paul and Landry Shamit. But um, they they need a wing or they need like a like a good like power forward or something because uh. Cause they or like a small forward, cause like right now the roster is like what Beal, um Booker, Durant, like Josh Okogie and DeAndre, Ayton, Terrence like, Ross, yeah, so legend. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Josh Okogie got like the offensive juice. I don't know if Terrence Ross got the defensive juice, but it's like, like I I think they can at least make the conference finals like next season if everyone's healthy. But cause like Beal is very good off ball, so I'm not really too worried about the fit there. Um. Yeah, the problem is like if they go up against like a like a Jokic or like who's a very good forward in the West. Like even like even if the Clippers are healthy, if you go up against one of those, like you make it cooked. Yeah. So like maybe in the off season they need to trade like DeAndre and get like like pieces for depth because I don't think DeAndre Ayton's as important if you if you get two like good defensive pieces. But if you can't, then I just keep them. But yeah, I try to trade DeAndre. And what would you what do you think of this? Um, the Suns and the Beal and shit. I just think, like, with the amount of resources they have, I think they're pretty cooked, actually. But they're really pretty entertaining to watch. Like, it's pretty hype. Like, yeah, Devin Booker and Brad- Bradley Bill, they, op- they both overlap a lot, but they both could also play on and off ball. So I think that's still that's still not, like, completely wrecking their synergy. Um, yeah, and also, like, um, like Bradley Bill is, like, good rim pressure, which I think, like, uh, Kevin Durant and... Booker kind of like I mean they have it but like Bradley Beal is like very good at it. I think he's like shooting like sixty percent, um, like from the paint or something. So like that's one thing he provides. But um, then he also has length too. So like he, yeah. like if Booker plays a point, he could play like a, like a decent job of the two. But the problem with the West is like um, like everyone's big. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like the Grizzlies are big, the Nuggets are big, the Clippers are two big wings. Um, I guess the Warriors aren't big, but like. That that's the problem, right? So you're most likely gonna be defending people who are like bigger than you. So like that's why they really need like a strong four and they just you have to run KD at the three. Yeah. But what like like do you think they'll like tank the regular season? Do you think like they'll rest KD more as it's getting older? And if they get a bad playoff position, then they might flame out before the conference finals. So it's like I'd like to think they're not gonna tank. It really depends on availability. Like if I were to guess, let's say that just for example, like We'll look at like a pretty bad situation. Let's say Booker plays fifty games, Durant like forty five, and Beal he plays fifty. I think or fifty five. I think Beal will play a lot of games. He just he just didn't play a lot in Washington because they tanked. 
Yeah. I think they'll probably comfortably get like a top five seed or a top four seed. Um, yeah, I feel like they can't afford to get like anything lower than that because like if you go up against like the Nuggets or something first round, like your season might just end there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and also they'll need to play together too just to figure out the fit because even though Bradley Beal fit will fit like well, like you know if Durant to the Warriors needed a few games to fit, then this will definitely need a few games to fit. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they can still do it just because I think the, like the West just isn't that great. Like it's it's good, but it's not like great in terms of like like top end talent. Like apart from maybe like the Nuggets or like the Grizzlies when healthy, um, because this team should be able to beat the Kings pretty comfortably because Kings don't, aren't the best defensive team. But um, yeah, it's just about how much games they can play together. And I feel like if they can play like you know let's just say sixty games with all three of their stars, I'd say they have a good chance of winning the, the whole thing. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, That's the big okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess. I kind of agree with that, but I, I just don't like Jeff and Booker, and I doubt their playoff abilities. That's fair. And also, you, also, yeah, I probably should have got this out of the way. I, I love the Wizards when they had Beal, so I'm kind of yeah. biased. <laughs> 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 I probably should have said that the first thing. No, I'm but, good, I'm um, good. But um yeah uh yeah unless we have any more opinions on that we can go into like these some of these draft rumors and yeah um and yeah if you have any opinions and who they should take at thirteen we can go through that too um I'm actually more interested in like have you heard the rumors about the the whole like the Charlotte Hornets pick and like the Blazers pick and all like the rumors around the trades regarding those yeah yeah like there's so much Dame rumors like over the last few weeks it's crazy yeah it's like I think all the Pelican stuff is smoke because it's like. Like it's real convenient that it's coming out now. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. of all times, like now, I, I just feel like it's way too convenient. Like at least the Dame stuff was kind of built built up a bit over the last two seasons. Even though I don't think it'd be traded, at least yeah. that kind of makes sense, right? Because he he wants to use it as a leverage, or maybe if the team is just horrible, he might just request a trade. But his mm-hmm. Pelican stuff is just way too convenient. Like it's it's really convenient that right when Portland really wants to trade the pick, suddenly this other like superstar becomes available, and like we know. You and I both know Zion's not gonna get traded. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you trade Zion and he becomes an all NBA team, you you're gonna lose your job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like like I don't think Zion's available. I don't know what you think um about the Pelicans in general. Like if you think they should make any big trades, but I think the Pelicans honestly should just run it back, maybe get like a veteran or something. Like they then benefit from getting Chris Paul, but I don't know if Chris Paul wants to go there. But um yeah, so the Pelicans I think probably just aren't gonna do much. And I think Portland's trading three to either the Bulls or the Raptors. But I, I wonder oh. what you think about that. Yeah, I th- think it's possible, but I don't know. It's because, like, there were, like, rumors about, like, Masai being, like, really tough on trades and, like, being a bit stingy, I guess. But mm. I don't know if Raptors are willing to give up Siakam yet because Van Vliet's leaving. But I'm not sure if we just want to go full rebuild. Cause... Yeah, because the thing is, it's like if Scoot's there, oh, man, dude, like that's that's hard to like. Because thing is, I know like Siakam was like better than maybe like the average case of Scoot is like at best, like Scoot might reach close to Siakam, like in let's say the average case. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like the problem with the Raptors isn't necessarily like the roster, even though I think the roster is flawed. It's the cap flexibility because like you might survive this season, like. Let's say you let like Fred go and everyone else comes back, but then like then you gotta extend Siakam and OG and I think like, like 
I don't know how you do that and manage to get any kind of death pieces to try to make the playoffs. Yeah. So I think like either this offseason or next offseason, something has to happen. And next offseason's draft, next next year's draft is not the best, as you've probably seen. Um so it's like like I feel like this is the offseason that you have to do something with and tra- trading one of those guys. And it's like wait, not to mean up? to cut you, but next like, offseason, there's Bronny, which can mean Bronny and LeBron. Remember, we don't have a first round pick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or a second round pick. So we can't get that's so Never like, mind. You have to get the pick somehow. But it's yeah. like I, I honestly I think like I think Bronny's a pretty decent prospect. Like I've watched some now film. I was actually reading write a scouting report on him, but I decided not to. Um, but I think it's he's pretty good. I honestly just think he's gonna be like like maybe like a 75 percentile case, like a six man. But I think it could be pretty good. I mean, obviously, he's a LeBron James kid, so he can do anything. But I think if you're drafting him with that in mind, it's not going to be too bad. But in terms of the Raptors, I think you, like, you have to do something either this offseason or at the trade deadline. And it's like, you're if you're not going to trade them now, one of them is going to go anyway. Yeah. So I think it like this three, this pick number three is like golden, especially because I think like Siakam is a better player than Zach Levine. And he's also more available than Zach Levine. And he plays more minutes than Zach Levine. So it's like, Zach Levine's like the offensive bucket, but uh, Siakam compliments Dame a lot better. And um, you don't have to worry about injury history with Siakam. So I think, I think, like, you know, so I age really badly. I think most likely Siakam's gone on Thursday. Um, but, uh... That'd be hype to, to get, um, Scoot, <laughs> like, Scoot. Yeah, and, and it Scotty. seems like... Have you heard the rumors too about like Michael Jordan like watched like Brandon Miller play and he's like this is the guy. He's out. He's out though, right? Michael. Yeah, Jordan? no, but he's he's not. It's not the cell's not complete yet. It's like one of the last things he's doing. Oh. Um. So apparently, like the the Hornets staff love Brandon Miller and like Scoot like has been like just kind of okaying a person. Mm. And I think like, because like if you think about it, like a bad workout is what made us pick Scotty over Suggs, right? So like it's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, and if Miller is second, I'm quite confident Scoot will not be wearing a Blazers uniform. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless like the only way he doesn't go to the Bulls or Raptors, if like, like the Clippers are just like, yo, screw this. We'll trade you Paul George. Like that's the only way I think he looks like a different team. If some team just comes out of nowhere, but yeah, I'm pretty excited. Cause I think like, yeah, I love Scoot's game. Like I watched like fair amount of like, G league highlights and, mm-hmm. um, I, I read some draft profiles. And um, he, he's just, like, a fun player to watch. Like, I can't tell you exactly, like, how he's going to end up as a player because I just don't think he has, like, the shot of maybe, like, a deer and fox right now. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to predict where he's gonna actually going to end up in terms of, like, you know, what percentile outcome he's going to reach. He's all-star, all-NBA. I think whoever drafts him is going to be really happy. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, but all this is talk is if Charlotte doesn't pick yeah, I, if Charlotte picks Scoot, this is all over. Like, yeah. I think that pick probably stays with the Blazers, and everything's gonna get boring. I think the Raptors will probably just trade OG for like some, I don't know, Zaire Williams or something like that. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, we really need Charlotte to come through here. Yeah, like maybe, maybe, yeah, because they already have Lamelo Ball. I guess Michael Jordan might be convinced to just get Brandon Miller. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, I've never asked what your opinion is though. What do you think of this whole shenanigans? Like, do you think like would you trade Siakam? Would you like go for the third pick? Would you actually do something different and like package thirteen and like I don't know Trent and try to move up to like five or six and get like a Thompson twin? Like, what do you think? 
Yeah. Um, I kind of don't want to give up Siakam because like he's pretty much a fan favorite hometown hero yeah. since the finals of like four years ago. Um, but yeah, I just like after this, after the playing game, I just don't see any direction that team is go- this team is going. If we keep the core as it is, it's going to be mm-hmm. hard to ex- extend like Trent, OG, Siakam, Van Vliet, and eventually Scotty. I don't even know if yeah. you want to keep Scotty after the sophomore slump. We'll start to see him next year. And also, like, if Siakam's like contract is like seventeen million dollars or something, it's like damn, like you can't trade that. But his contract's like big, and it's only gonna get bigger, right? So it's yeah. like it's tough. And also, like, I'm kind of with you on Scotty. It's like I'm not like a hater or anything, but it's like I think we should just be happy if he turns into like a Ben Simmons who's not afraid to like shoot. I mean, he won't shoot well, but. <laughs> not afraid to shoot. <laughs> I think we should be happy of that and not expect it to go any further because it's like, yeah. like you can only like see what a player shows you, right? And Scotty's tendencies has never been like the the number one like Hooper. Like he's gonna hit, hit you with like a step back. Like he's never been that guy, right? So it's like even like a the the top end outcome, which maybe the Raptors could reach with like a new coach, is probably not gonna project to be like a number one scorer. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be like um he's gonna be like a good connecting piece like maybe you can you can get an all star connecting piece like Ben Simmons has done it Draymond has done it um Sabonis to some extent has kind of done it so it's like you could definitely do that but that's not you can't just finish with your team like that right and also yeah. considering the Raptors already have a lot of connector pieces like Siakam um and even Fred um there's gonna be some cl- clash there and I think like you need to like add one more guy with Scotty. Um, it doesn't even have to be anyone too crazy. Like if you get, if you get like Simons by himself for like OG, that's not even too bad either. Um, yeah. like you just need one guy, so like your whole like future doesn't doesn't depend on one dude. Um, yeah. like if you look around the league, like the Grizzlies came up with Jaren and Ja, right? The book, I mean, Phoenix tried everything. They had like Booker, Bridges. Who's that? Who's that guy? Josh Jackson. <laughs> um, <laughs> like they tried like they, like the good strategy is you have like multiple pieces and you hope that one or two of them pan out yeah. um and we have like one so <laughs> we definitely need to make a move um and i think like if everything goes well next season it should be fun but it's the messiah you never know he could just like he's the type of guy he might see pascal for three scoot could be there freaking lebron could be there he could be like nah i think i'm <laughs> happy with the team you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never know but um, I'm actually curious on one thing though. What what do you think of Victor Wembanyama? I I'm like I really like him, but I think people are putting way too high expectations on him. I'm seeing stuff people saying like he's gonna make the Spurs like a playoff team immediately. I'm seeing stuff like he's gonna be like an All Star in his first year. I'm like this is like too much, bro. Like, it's hard. We've that... never seen a player like him before. That's why there's so much hype. Yeah, That's... it's like it could. Be... Yeah, I think his his I guess his floor is like. Pretty good, pretty solid. I guess that's why it's mm. a no-brainer draft in number one. Like he's so tall and he already has so much skills in his kit. So I think like he could still be like a pretty good, like modern center. But yeah, it's just it's like, kind of like Shet. Like he gets injured after like one, one, su- one random summer summer like scrimmage game, then it's over. But yeah, uh, I kind of agree with you there. And also, um. I think one thing with Vic is like when he gets drafted, his game's gonna be extremely matchup dependent. So it's yeah. like he's gonna like drop. I don't I could see him where he drops like 30, 10, and like five blocks on the Hornets. 
and then he drops like eight points against the Lakers. You know what I mean? I could easily see yeah. that being the case just because like he's strong, but like for his size, um, he needs to learn like either like super finesse moves or learn how to use his strength to like stop people from AD from like bodying him on defense. So I could see him as being like, like you can like go to each game and kind of predict how he's going to do. I mean, I wouldn't bet because, you know, you, you know what these guys, you know yeah. what drafting is going to do, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> never know. But um, yeah, yeah, you give you a certain amount of comfortability and like how uh, he's going to do stats wise. Kind of like similar how like for a while in like, 2020, like when Siakam plays, you can kind of like based on how good the defense is, you know how he's going to do. Like if they have like a strong power forward and a strong center, he's probably not going to drop like 30, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, I feel like it's going to be more exaggerated to pick. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the Spurs are a great spot for him. Like, to be honest, like I'm happy it's them and not, like, the Rockets, the Hornets, the Blazers. Because I think if the Blazers got them, they'd just be bailed out of having to take any kind of initiative and have any kind of ambition with their team. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm happy that, you know, the Blazers are in a spot where they have to make a choice. And Victor's in a spot where, like, he can just take his time, like, learn how to p- become, like, a productive NBA player, star. And there's no, like, rush. It's not like if he doesn't play well in the first year, like, the franchise is going to, like, trade all their assets or something. Mm-hmm. Like, if he goes, like... Like, I know I hyped him up going to the Raptors, but I think going to the Raptors would actually be pretty bad for Vic because, like, if he doesn't immediately perform, like, the team is, like, cooked pretty much, right? Um, And also, like, then, like, he also needs shooters around him too, most likely, right? He's not going to play center to start his career, I don't think. Um, Or at least he should, like, do, like, some half duties, maybe half center have power forward mm-hmm. but yeah i think the spurs are a really good spot for him yeah yeah it's yeah i, w- I wouldn't say yeah it's probably one of the best fitting teams mm. like they, yeah. they, they need a center and they have like Keldon johnson they they have some yeah. young talent so uh, apparently they're trying to get another first round pick they're trying to draft, draft a guard oh yeah so that's what that's why i see on twitter and such but i actually have a question for you actually about back, yeah. going back to the raptors have you heard the news that Portal might not resign if we go rebuild? Jakob Hurdle? Yeah, this is like Shams too. This isn't like some oh. like random guy, I think. It's either Shams or someone like like somewhat noteworthy. I don't think Jakob Hurdle is that good. But like he's okay, but like he's not gonna make a difference in the long run, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like I feel like it's like I'm cool. Like, listen, man, if it's scooter Purtle, like I'm sorry, Jakob, bro. Like, <laughs> but yeah. it's like, um, yeah, man. If he says that, and like, we get scooted, like, yeah, Pearl, you have to go, buddy. Like, like you're like you're good, yeah. but you're not gonna stop me from getting like this, you know, all star prospect, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I also think there's also like some leverage situation too, because like, who is Pearl gonna go to for twenty million dollars a year, apart from the Raptors? Like, I don't think the yeah. Hornets are gonna pay twenty million. Like, um. Cause they'd rather do someone younger, um. And I think they have like a bunch of centers and stuff. Like don't, they have like don't they have like Kai Jones or something? But actually, I guess he's not getting any minutes. But like apart from maybe like a team with cap space and no center, like the Hornets, like there's really no competition to sign him. Um, because the Rockets would rather get a point guard. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's just like Fugues. Like I think he's just gonna come back, and he's gonna forget all this stuff happened. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but now Fred is the interesting one because this guy actually does have the gall to be like, You're not paying me an extra five million dollars a year. Well, I'm gonna go straight to the Rockets and I'm gonna like it. <laughs> so, I'm wondering what you think is gonna happen with Fred. I think it's gone, like, I think he's gone too, especially if we get scoot. I think if we get scoot, like, 
Yeah, I can't get financial advice, but I was gonna say like you feel quite confident that he's not a raptor. Uh <laughs> and it's like he's also like the guy too. Like I don't want him playing next to Scoot, like unless yeah. he accepts his role. Cause like yo, like if I see Scoot like drive, get help, kick out the Van Bleet, and like he misses open three, like I don't know what I would do, bro. Like, <laughs> like I guess it's a good shot, but like, yeah. like his percentages are not good. Like for like how he was before, and I remember I saw something on like Reddit and people talking about like Anthony Simons. They're saying like, oh, I don't know if Anthony Simons is that good. Well, if you look at Anthony Simons' three point shooting splits. He has shoot his worst three point shooting season since like a second season, is as good as Fred Van Vliet's best three point shooting yeah. season to the percentages. So it's like I know that's not exactly how it works, but in terms of like shot creation, um, you know, ball handling, um, any kind of like offensive ability in the mid range, like he's a far better player than Van Vliet. So it's like you can't get too attached to this guy in the sense that like you need him. I mean, I think Van Vliet's a great player, and I think he'll. Elevate the like a team like the Rockets if he goes there. Even if it was like the the Magic, I think he'll make any team he goes to better. But if it's between like you know all star prospect and him, then he's got to be the one to go. Because also if you trade for pick three, um, that guy is gonna cost more money than if you just pick someone at fourteen and leave it at that, right? I think it's like pick yeah. three and four gets like ten million, and pick fourteen gets like five or six. So that's gonna matter. Um, yeah, I mean I love Van Vliet. Like I really. Came to like his game a bit more after the season, but it's just like it's a shame that these guys were all just like getting kind of like they're kind of like moving away from the Raptors timeline because like I love yeah. to keep Siakam, love to keep Van Bleet. Honestly, like you know, trying to kind of neutral on, but it's just uh it's just not gonna work in terms of money. Like and you know, yeah, MLSC is not a team that's gonna pay the luxury tax for his team. Yeah, unless they sell Kawhi. Yeah, yo, Kawhi this. comes back. <laughs> Yo, if Kawhi comes back, I think you think we might be slightly worse because I don't think he will make the playoffs because he can't low manage. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. Do you think do you think the Rockets are anything of note here? Like I know we talked about the top three a lot. Do you think the Rockets could come any kind of play, like trade the pick or do anything? Because I heard stuff that they want to like actually compete because they don't have their pick next year. Yeah. I don't know, because they're still super young and they kind of need a vet veteran or like, like James, if James Harden goes back, that'd be pretty. Yeah, what are the odds hype. you think? What are the odds you think Harden goes back? I mean, no betting, but you know, your personal odds. I just don't know though. It's like you're going back to, it's like you have a lot of young talent, but they kind of suck. Like, unless if the strip clubs are that good, um, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yo, yo, do you think Philly is like actually like, like, do you think Philly's like, like, like good, they're good. Like when you they watch, feed, but like when they, you they, watch they, them, like don't you feel like something's like missing? Like don't you think they need like a dog or something? Like, like imagine if Marcus Smart's on like the Sixers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like yeah, I feel like the Sixers like need like a dog, and I don't think Harden or Embiid like they're great players, but not like that alpha dog like personality. Not like a Draymond. I mean, I don't like a Draymond too much, but um, for obvious reasons. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not like they're not like a even like Van Vliet has like some kind of like presence when you're like we're on the court like you feel some kind of like security and sense like okay like i know he's not like chris paul or anything but van v can like get people in order get people to follow like directions maybe set up plays or something like that now mm-hmm. you know when they get the rebound or when they get the ball they're just gonna shoot i don't know can't control that but yeah <laughs> um i think they need someone like that and i think like if harden leaves like van v's you know great replacement but um 
Yeah, I don't know if it's the Harden and Houston thing is like just leverage, or if he's actually going to leave. I don't know. It's like, if he stays in Philly, he still gets like guaranteed, like probably mid to high seed in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, because MB is still in his prime. They still have like solid role players like Tyrese. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, MB is turning thirty, bro. Damn. Yeah. Like I didn't believe that when I saw it. Like I thought he was like turning like twenty five, like our age, or we're still on Doxy. I mean, we're twenty, we're, we're thirty one, but um, <laughs> I, I thought Embiid is turning like thirty, right? But like, yeah. I, I thought he's turning twenty five, but he's man turning thirty. He's like, he might only have like one or two more years, so it's like, just pay him, bro. Just pay Harden more. Like I know, I know it sucks to say, but it's like, like here's the way I see it, right? If you lose Harden, like unless you get Van Vliet, you're gonna be so much worse, right? Yeah. And it's like, I know you don't want to go to luxury tax for Harden, but like, I hate to use this against you, Philly, but you had no problem maxing Tobias Harris. So yeah, it's like, that's true. so it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't have it like, you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, oh, Tobias Harris, you're worth all this extra money. And then like Harden, like now nah, I'm not going to pay five million more. Um, now I, I do think if they trade Harden, they should probably trade Tobias Harris <laughs> and try to get like, because and try to get some kind of like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what they need instead of Tobias Harris. Like some kind of like. Is he like, a good wing? Yeah, like some kind of three point threat. Like, if they had more first, I would say just like package Tobias and like three first, just go after OG, just YOLO. But uh, I don't think they have those kind of assets because I think they traded two first with Simmons to get Harden. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think the Sixers should do? Yeah. Just re sign Harden and just kind of run it back and maybe it's like. Swap out some role players, and maybe yeah. Yeah. Do you think they should trade Maxi? I I don't know. It's like it depends how much value like teams, other teams. That's value what I'm him. saying. Because because here's the thing. Like, just think about this for a second, right? Just like and forget about the salaries just for one second. Trade Tyrese Maxi two firsts, OG and Trent. Like, aren't the Sixers like the favorite in the East? Yeah. Like I'd like to think so, right? Like that team is could. Like they already took Boston to seven. Yeah. Like I think, like I think Maxi is like great, but I think the problem is he doesn't offer anything the Sixers need, like apart from transition mm-hmm. offense, mm-hmm. because like he's good and all, but like you never like Maxi like beating someone off the dribble is never gonna be like your primary shot creation, um yeah. like strategy. So it's like, I think like, like you gotta like you can't be scared, bro. And this is like. You don't even know if Embiid's gonna be healthy next year. Like you got, you have to do something, and I think it's either like Maxi or Harris. I think. Yeah, I don't think Toronto will take, will, will like accept though. Like, yeah, but it's like I wonder if like, someone else does. Like maybe like, like I don't, I don't know, man. I was gonna say Maxi for Dejounte, but it's not really worth it for Atlanta. Like maybe you could do Maxi and two first for just OG, and then maybe flip Harris for someone else, like. That maxing two first for OG is actually pretty good. That's actually pretty good value. But um I don't know yeah. if you get OG and Trent though. But um yeah, yeah. and uh, of course we have, I don't think you've I haven't been keeping too much up with your podcast, but you probably not talked about Boston blowing the game seven, right? Nah, I I didn't. I just talked about like the highlights of the finals. Mm-hmm. So are, are you on like the same page as me or you just think they should just run it back? Boston? Yeah. Yeah, I think they should run it back, but like, I don't think they can beat the Nuggets if they go back to the finals. Like, 
they're like a really well-rounded team but like i feel like like al horford's old yeah it's like, like i just can't think of an answer for boston it kind of sucks to say but like there's no real easy solution to do like if we trade Jalen brown like what are you gonna get back like you're not gonna get dame i don't think dame is even available on the market um you maybe might might have this your opportunity for Beal. Like maybe if Beal wants to use an old trade clause to only go to Boston, maybe he could have gotten Beal. But oh. like apart from that, like there's no really options. Like yeah, like Al Herbert kind of declining a bit, and like Robert Williams is he's good. Don't get me wrong, but he's not as like ferocious as he was in like the Warriors series last year, or even like the uh, Miami series. But it's just like I just think they just gotta pray that Tatum gets better at playmaking, and that's yeah. just got and like game decision. And I think that's the only way he can get better. I don't think there's any solution to it. And Jalen Brown developed his left hand a bit more. Yeah. He's gotta watch some like um he's gotta watch some sewing videos on how to like thread the needle. Like <laughs> like man, like like you know what he reminds me of guy? He reminds me of like, the guy is like he's really good, but like when he gets frustrated, he just keeps like running into the defense yeah. over and over again. So it's like he can like benefit from that too. And it's like, like, I hate to say this, man. Like, Marcus Smart, I love you, bro. Like, you're a good player. Like, you came to Raptors. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd ride with you. But it's like, you got to, like, you know, on the defensive end, you got to get, like, your guys locked in or something. You, like, the coach. Like, there were just times where, like, like Philly would have, like, no problem, like, scoring. And, yeah. like, with that much of defensive talent, it's like, you got to be, like, better. Because, like, I remember when they played against the Warriors last year with the Doka. Holy crap. Like every shot the Warriors take was like some impossible. Like Robert Williams, like right behind you. Like Derek White's getting a side contest. Like yeah. every shot felt impossible. And I feel like this year, like there were some shots that just felt so easy against them. And it's like you just can't have that. Like maybe you could do like a wide open three if you're helping on a drive. But apart from that, it's like y'all should be better. Y'all were like the very top defense last year. And now I think they were like ninth or eighth or something. Not too great. But yeah. Um, actually, I'm actually curious on what you think, though. What do you think of the Miami Heat? Like, of the whole run and such. Yeah, I think some of it was luck. Because, like, in the play-in game against the, the Bulls, like, it was a pretty close game. And, yeah, I guess Jimmy Butler really stepped up in the playoffs. But he's also getting old. But, yeah, I could definitely see them running it back for sure. Because, especially with Tyler Hero. Like, yeah, and the thing is, too... The thing is, too, is like now that they prove they they don't they don't need Tyler, they don't need Tyler Hero to make the finals. Like he's probably gonna be available now. Yeah. Um, they're probably a bit more willing to deal him. Um, granted, like I don't know what they could get for him to be honest. Like I don't think like Aiden's not gonna do much for you. Like you already have Bam, so it's like what could you trade to get something for Tyler Hero? Like Raptors aren't gonna give you OG for Tyler Hero, so it's like. Like, what I heard could that you the, do? the Hawks are trying to unload John Collins because his contract. Is like yeah, this. but it's like, do you think John Collins like puts the heat over the top? Like, like maybe if he has like that dog in him, maybe because like, yo, do you remember John Collins in like the Sixers series? Yo, man was playing like like Hakeem, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like his rebounds as a hustle. I was like, who is this guy? I've never seen this guy before yeah. in my life. <laughs> but I haven't seen that since. So like maybe like the Heat could do that, but they'd probably have to maybe get another asset because John Collins kind of like a negative asset. No, not a negative asset, more like a neutral asset. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, man, like, yeah, that John Collins, like, on the Heat, like, that'd be pretty good. But, um, yeah, we talked a lot about the East. I don't know how long you want to go for it, but uh, I'm going to talk a bit more about some of the West teams. Yeah, we could talk about, like, I guess, the Grizzlies, like, 
How did yeah, you, like, <laughs> you know, Dylan Brooks, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know where this guy's yeah. going. Like, like his tweet was crazy. It was just like, he was not returning to Grizzlies under any. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, I think he's going to the Rockets, bro. Like, <laughs> the Rockets are like, maybe the Raptors, you know what I'm saying? Like, I will not yeah. be too mad. But, his, um, his, his Canadian. Right? Yeah, he's his, Canadian. His from, I forgot where it's from, but somewhere in the GTA, I think. Yo, I actually have, like, a very different opinion than the public. Like, I love when pe- players do that stuff. Like, I just wish they kind of back it up a little more. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, egging on LeBron, like, yo, we need we like we need some of that. We need entertainment. Like, you, you know what they say? Basketball is just Kardashians. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind of like a, a different version of the Kardashians. Just like, Yeah, exactly. So it's like, um, yeah, I think the Grizzlies, like, I don't know what music you're listening to. Like, I heard they're trying to. Trade Ty's Jones, so like for like a piece. Um, so maybe they could do something there. Um yeah, I don't have too much to say about the Grizzlies. You got anything to say about them? Yeah, um I think they might need I think like Jaron Jackson has to develop a bit more if he's still able to, but I I, I just don't see them like winning the finals. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, they just play a bit too sporadic. Like, their best player, like, definitely has some bit of maturing to do at the very least. Um, And, yeah, and I just think it's just, like, they're just kind of, like, locking themselves up a bit here. Um, Because it kind of seems like we're kind of starting to get in a bit of a routine with the Grizzlies. It's like, we hype them up. They go to the playoffs. Something happens, some kind of injury or something. And they just don't perform. This year is the Jaron Jackson stuff. Um, not Jim Jackson, my bad. John Moran breaking his hand, and then last year was, I don't know, it was the hand, I think it was the hip or something. And then last time, John Moran also went down. So it was like, I know John Moran can stay healthy, like you know, he's kind of proved that across the regular season, but um, they need like, uh, I feel like they need a shot creator. I see this about every team, but actually, like compared like the Blazers and stuff, like this team doesn't need no defense. They need like a shot creator. Um, I don't know how they're gonna get one though, to be honest. But um. Yeah, what do you think about the Lakers and the Warriors specifically? Yeah, the, both the, both teams are getting getting quite old at this point, but I, yeah, I see a lot like more potential I, in the Lakers if they can re-sign. Yeah, I'm a Warriors fan, man. I'm wearing like I like Warriors, man. But that Lakers that that King series, even though they won, like I really felt that was the first time I saw them. Like, damn, these guys are actually like older than the other team. Like, like the Kings are just like running all across the court, and the Warriors yeah. are just like. You could tell, like, some possessions, you just get tired. And I don't blame them, man, because, like, those guys, and Malik Monk and Fox are just so quick. And, like, like Peyton is the only guy they could use to contain them. Even Wiggins couldn't stay in front of them the whole time. Yeah. But I don't know what the move is for the Warriors, to be honest. It's like, they're most likely getting rid of Poole because, like, he's not, he and Draymond aren't going to work together. And got to bring back, I'm not sure, don't like Draymond. Like, he's a better player than Poole, so they're going to bring him back. So it's like, ah, man, we might not see him. We might not see them at that 2022 level again for a while. Yeah. Uh, what about the Lakers, though? Do you think D'Lo's coming back? I, I don't think they have cap space to keep like D'Lo, Rui, and um, Austin Reeves. And I'm pretty sure the, the Lakers learned from like Alex Caruso and like after like they left, they let other talent, young talent go. I think they're trying to lock down them over D'Lo, but. And maybe try to pick up another like guard. Yeah, man. Dude, LeBron still has it, man. Like he's not like obviously twenty sixteen LeBron, but he was like game four, man. That man tried everything to win it. 
Yeah. I think he still got it. And he was still kind of injured, too. So it's like, I think he's still got like one or two years left of contention. Seems like a lot of teams are like that. Only have like one yeah. or two years left of contention. But yeah. I guess it makes sense, though, because like with the plane, like all these teams who might have considered like throwing in the towel a bit earlier, mm-hmm. um, are kind of considering just going for it all. Like the war, the Lakers probably a couple years ago might have just thrown away the towel because they're like the 11th seed, but they kept going for it. We don't, I just realized there's one team we didn't even talk about at all. We actually could do some very interesting things to the draft. And who actually could be a playoff team? Do you, do you know what team I'm talking about in the West? Uh, the the Kings. Nah, they have a top, they have the tenth pick. If that helps. Uh, the Clippers. You're on the right track, though. You're in the, oh, that. Oh, OKC, OKC. No, no, you you getting closer. Just think of like a little bit lower in the standings. <laughs> uh. All right, who did the Kings pass up on in the draft? Oh, the Mavs. Yeah, Holy. the Mavs. Well, yeah. we haven't talked about them at all, but it's like yeah, that's pretty crazy. They can do stuff too. They have the tenth pick. Like they're probably gonna resign Kyrie. So it's like, yo, if we trade tenth pick, like sign Dylan Brooks, like trade the tenth pick, get like a like a basic three and D guy. Like you're not gonna get OG, but like I don't know, Harrison Barnes maybe. Uh. uh. We got later. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, this thing. We got this thing. Oh yeah, we we talk about the Mavs and maybe just one more team, and we'll probably end it off. But um, yeah. So like, trade the tenth pick, three and D guy, and then run it back. Uh, but I uh, know I think they need a bigger big man though. Like I don't think like Dwight Powell is good enough. True. So who do you think they should go for? You think they should go for Aiden? Think what do they have to I, offer? I, I don't think like Aiden, like. In terms of defense, it's kind of scuffed. Mm. I would say Miles Turner, but that guy's never getting traded. Seems like. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I think that that's what they should do, but I'm not an NBA GM, and mm. maybe Kyrie and Luca like under a bit more playing time together, they just become an unstoppable duo, and they don't really need. Yeah, I think the only thing is that they gotta trade that tenth pick, like no matter what. Um. I mean, do they though? Like, what if it's like I haven't been keeping too much of the draft though? Like, what if it's like a Mikhail Bridges or something? But mm. excuse me, from my understanding, I don't think there is. I don't think there's like a solid three and D guy. Uh, I guess it's Greedy Dick, but I don't know. Just it's just always a little, little risky, just because like he, if he's like you he enter like Corey Kispert, like that's not someone who's gonna put you over the top. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Um... Do you think Kyrie will resign? Yeah, I think so. I think I think very high probability resigns. Because the thing, the way I view it, I saw this in the podcast. I think it's kind of true. Like, why would Kyrie tell LeBron to go to Dallas if he's not resigning to Dallas? You know what I'm saying? Because he knows he can't. He won't go to Lakers. Like, I don't think the Lakers have like cap space or. Yeah, so it's like I think like. Like yeah, I think Kyrie's most likely going back, and also I think it's like. I don't know. I just can't see a situation where he leaves. Like he's not going to the Rockets. Oh my gosh, dude! Imagine the it... Suns. That's funny. But I actually think it's something even funnier. Actually, mm-hmm. what if Harden doesn't sign with the Sixers and the Sixers get Kyrie instead? Oh, is is a Kyrie and Embiid team better than a Harden and Embiid team? I don't think so. Cause like 
I think Harden's a lot better like playmaking and like getting the whole team involved. And like Harden can always I think it's more reliable on the three point line than Kyrie. And a little mm. bit more size overall. Yeah, it's like I like to think the Kyrie team has more potential and maybe a higher ceiling. But I think the average outcome is maybe the Harden team would be better. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's interesting. And I think poor Luca, you know what I mean? Like man has to go through this stuff every year. Yeah. <laughs> uh well Luca, if you ever need a trade, the Raptors are right there, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other teams uh, you want to talk about? Not really. We could end off a pretty long episode. Yeah, that was a pretty, yeah. that was like a mega episode, bro. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, that's it for the NBA discussion. Um I guess thanks for listening and yeah, thanks Roji for joining again with your incredible analysis and takes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I pride myself on being an armchair GM. Yes, sir. <laughs> See you next time. Stay zesty.